tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome, After Buzzers, to an all-new It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia After Show. I'm your host, Danica Kennedy, and you can find me on Twitter at Danica Kennedy. We've got a whole new After Show tonight, and this is Season 10, Episode 4, Charlie Work. And we have a special guest in the studio A very tonight. special Hi. guest in the house. Dominic Burgess. Thank you very much Thank for you. coming and visiting us here at AfterBuzz. You guys may know him as Psycho Pete. What? So yes. thank you for coming in. And I'm joined by my lovely co-host. How about you introduce yourself? Oh, hello. Uh, thank you, lovely co-host. My name is Joe Doyle. And I'm stoked to have Dominic in the building, Psycho yeah. Pete. They sent him on the train, sent him to L.A., we got him here in the And studio. he ended up here at AfterBuzz. That's what happened <laughs> when they put him on the train. Up. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I am Mary Lou Mandel. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mary Lou Mandel. Yep. So I'm excited. Psycho Pete's here. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Sitting right next to me. Yeah. So you, they put you on the train. They did. You, you got off of the train right outside of our studios mm-hmm. and like luckily walked in. And they said, just come in the front door. That's great. That's what Joe literally said. Just walk in the front door. Yeah. yeah. Just go straight through. Yeah. It worked out <laughs> Joe great. welcomes everyone who comes Works off of the train. Us. Yeah. He's like, just just walk in the front door. The more the merrier, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I, I'm so stoked that you're here, bud. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Pleasure. I mean, you've been in tons of awesome, awesome projects, and this was one of my favorite ones. It's one of my favorites, too. Yeah? Yeah. Tell us tell us about your experience. Yeah, I'd love um, to hear about it. I've auditioned for the show a couple of times, um, and actually the um, the Charlie Work episode, I was originally going to go in for the delivery guy, mm-hmm. um, and then the casting director, Wendy O'Brien, uh, said instead, why don't you audition for Psycho Pete? Um and I'm glad I did. Um, so yeah, that was the journey. And then, uh, time on set was incredible. They're all such wonderful laid back guys, such a great set to be on. Um, I was kind of starstruck when I was there asking stupid questions that I already knew the answers to. So I'd be talking to Glenn and be like, so, I mean, I guess you were involved from the beginning then, huh? I'm like, <laughs> I know, because I've seen the opening credits of for course. nine seasons, so I know. <laughs> but um, yeah, everyone was super nice. Just the best time. Did they improvise a lot for that show? They do. They do um, takes that are scripted, and then they'll play around, and then they'll talk amongst themselves, and they'll say, oh, you know what? Why don't we try this? Yeah, try this. Uh, and now say, uh, I don't know, say you're going to the women's restroom. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of play, and a lot of discussion amongst themselves about about what they're going to do um they take a little while to set up their shots and then they play for half an hour and just do take after take where they just play uh, so i'm really interested to know 
how Charlie worked, how tonight's episode worked because of all the, the long shots and the one shots, how, how that went down. Yeah, um, it was very different compared to their normal style. Uh-huh. And I liked that they switched it up a little bit, especially because it was Charlie. I know he has a musical kind of theater background and plays instruments and they had all the drums and is very like Birdman-like. And I don't know. Yeah. It's a fun episode. Yeah. I was really impressed with this episode and that shot, that True Detective-inspired shot. Yeah, <laughs> and then they they had a little throwback to it with the all right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. I was I was just blown away at how sane Charlie was. Charlie seems he's the wild card. Yeah, but he was so on point, and I don't think he did one drug at all <laughs> to make or this have happen. Any cheese? And like there was just nothing. He was just on point. He smelled like around. cheese the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> but I want to I want to learn a little bit more about you mentioned on set how cool it was. Uh-huh. Um, I imagine that you know because you said you were a fan from the beginning? Um, I kind of caught up probably around season three or four. Um, I wasn't aware of it while I was in England and then I moved out here um, and I think the first time I auditioned for it was like, oh, I'm going to check out an episode and then once I checked out the first episode I was like, alright, here we go uh, and then I would, I binged the first three or four seasons and then I caught up um, but yeah, just just a real treat. Do you remember what your first episode was? What, oh, what popped your cherry? Oh, the first one. I went back to to the beginning. Oh, um, the nice. gang gets Gotta racist. Start from the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> um, I I just put that on and then just sat back and let it roll. Yes. Uh huh. By yeah. the way, you tricked me. I totally thought you had an American accent when I watched your character. Or is he tricking you now? Oh. No, I'm, oh. I'm British. I'm British. <laughs> <laughs> I promise, I'm British. Yes, um, you're British. Yeah, um, so it's nice to be able to to play American and switch in and out on things. And you took the big leap, you know, coming over to L.A. where Mm -hmm. all the work is. I'm a big fan of British TV, though. Do you happen to have any favorite Um, British TV shows you watch? Doctor Who was a big one when I was growing up. And you were on it, I was. It was my first TV job. Well, Um, that's a dream come true, isn't it? (laughs) Great. Um, So, yeah, I grew up with Doctor Who. um, But I grew up on a lot of American TV. So I would get home from school and I would watch Star Trek and Buffy and X-Files. Nice. Um, So it was always my intention to to go through drama school and be like, I'm going to go to America and live the dream. And here you are. Here you are living the dream. Yeah. I got my green card. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And yeah. you've been and you've been on a lot of just a really cool fun projects. I mean, yeah, especially really fun stuff. Marvel's Agents of Shield, uh-huh. Raising like, Hope. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I die. I die in a lot of things that I'm on. I die in Doctor Who and I die in Agents of Shield and And yeah. Ant Farm you're doing, which do I'm sure is <laughs> no. completely opposite though from yeah. Always Sunny working uh-huh. on a show like that. Yeah, uh, it's a kitchen and it's a sitcom so the the format is so different but um that was 18 episodes worth so that was a real joy just to be able to go into to work knowing like oh, i've got work for for the next however many weeks um and working on a children's show the hours are fantastic because you can't go over a certain period of time so it's good nice yeah nice now, with, I, I'm I'm curious uh, now. Which and I want I don't want you to pick favorites. You know, oh, everyone's equal. But who did you enjoy the, uh, working with the most when when you were on the show? Which oh, one gosh. of the gang did you kind of? Was there one that you clicked with more than others? No, I mean, um, everyone was so relaxed, and it was such a nice environment. And I I generally had a, a nice chat. With, with each of them, you know, for a, for a good 10 minutes or so each. Um, and they were all so gracious and, and pleasant. Um, I knew 
of Glenn a little bit because I'd worked on a show called Legit um, and his wife worked on the episode that I had worked on uh, so I had gotten a chance to speak to him before um, so we spoke about that a little bit about how sad we were that Legit wasn't on the air anymore um, but no, all of them are a treat I think Dennis is my favorite character um, and I love how crazy he's getting this season <laughs> yes. Um He's really becoming very unraveled, and I'm, I'm fascinated to see what they do with that. Yeah, yeah, he's starting to, like the narcissism levels are just through the roof. Mm-hmm. I thought he was in a, I thought he was going to get locked up in Psycho Pete Returns. Uh-huh. I thought that was it for Dennis. I thought it was it for Sweet D too. Uh-huh. I thought they were both going into the cuckoo cuckoo Dumb. barn. <laughs> yeah. Now I bet with the introduction of your character you got a lot of interactions on twitter on twitter I did more than more than i normally do which yeah. is i'm i'm kind of a tit uh oh, oh boy I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, oh, no, oh, it's no. okay they oh, say no. like um, what yeah. were other things you guys were saying dick nips, we say dick nips okay. yeah. 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 you can say tits it's fine, it's fine. So, oh, yeah. um, i mean it's always of, sunny you're fine <laughs> i'm kind of a twitter luddite so i'm i'm not very savvy with that stuff um but i tried to be better as as this was gearing up and then i tweeted uh you guys back and was like Hey, thanks for thanks for the shout out for the episode. Um, so yeah, I'm at Dominic Burgess. I think I think that's it. On yeah, Twitter. That is. Yep. yeah, that's it. Keep yeah. it as simple. It's just his name. Yeah, just so my easy name. to find him. Find me. <laughs> yeah, because it's probably so great because your character's name was in the title and uh-huh. was like so integral to like that is the story. Right. So it's great. Like because now you will forever be. Uh-huh. It's Always Sunny, Psycho Pete. Yeah. yeah. That's right? fantastic. I love it, too, because your character is, like, this nice, normal guy, and uh-huh. he's just being bullied by these assholes. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it's just so great. I love it. There's a little part of me that's like, oh, I wish I wish he could go psycho or just just have a break. Maybe he'll be back. Mm-hmm. I can't back that up. I'm not I'm not saying anything. Uh, you know, he's like, please bring me tweet back. The show, tweet the show, everyone. Call to arms fans. Let's bring <laughs> Psycho Pete Returns Part 2. He comes yeah. back from L.A. And Psycho Pete Returns episode. Returns. Yes, Returns yeah. Returns. Yeah. Returns again. I would love it. Let's make it happen, guys. Yes. The power of power of social media yeah yeah <laughs> well you didn't get to go full-on psycho but it seems like you've been playing all types of different parts you're playing uh-huh. like a billionaire on the ant farm yes. on raising hope i saw a clip of you in a crop top yeah just and, you oh, know, the knitted yeah the, the midriff i'm so Ooh. sorry rock it no, don't no apologize it awesome. work it, own yeah, it. Work it. i'll yeah. own it i'll own that <laughs> yeah. yeah i hear you i hear you mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh but i mean you moved from England out to LA and you're playing uh-huh. all these different parts. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite kind of character you've been playing oh, or boy. kind of getting t- typecasted in a way that you um, keep no, playing I'm really the same lucky. British guy or um, something? It I'm seems really... like you're having a variety. Yeah, which is great. I haven't been typecast. No one's been able to put me into a box. So I've been able to to switch from, like you said, the, the billionaire to the... British spy and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to uh, someone like this who's really down and, and morose. So it's a whole array of stuff. Um, so I'm really grateful that I haven't been pigeonholed in any particular way. Um, and then flipping between British roles and American roles is really fun, too. Um, so sometimes I'll go and audition in a British accent and be like, ah, we kind of want an American. I'll be like, okay, all right. And vice versa, if I audition an American, they'll be like, oh, why don't you try it in British? I'm like, all right, okay, let's do that, too. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's fun. Now, what was what was the hardest you know thing when learning an American accent? I mean, you know, because it's an American accent to you. You know, it's uh-huh. you you speak normal to you. But what was the hardest part for um, you? You know, because like I said, I was raised on American TV. I feel like it's kind of filtered in by osmosis. It's it's in there. Um, 
And same with an Australian accent, because I would watch the Australian soaps while I was doing my homework at school, so I'll pull that out every now and then. And yeah, I love accents and dialects. I'm all about them. Nice, nice. <laughs> I, I I watch a lot of British uh, TV shows too, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna regale you with Do my. It. No, uh, I, I, you already said it. No, it has to happen. You set it up. Um, Here we go. Or I, or I could be like Michael Caine for a moment, and <laughs> see, it just doesn't seem. Uh, all right, okay. So we'll talk to Dominic Burgess. Uh, I feel like we're on Ricky Gervais' show. <laughs> uh, he's doing his podcast, and we need Carl Pilkington here. See, so that's that's my. I've heard British. British I've heard yeah. That's good. I was nervous. I've never actually done it for someone from England, so oh. there was a lot of pressure on me right now. My heart, my heart rate's up. I need some. Yeah. Yeah. It was like way better than when Sweet D was doing all of her accents, oh, trying to gosh, get yes. get all of her pills. Yeah, I love those parts though, where she gets into her like dramatic actress mm-hmm. moments with her monologues, and people yeah. are like, "What are you? No, what are you doing?" No, oh, what did you think about uh, Rickety Cricket? Do you think he looked like the Hound the entire ah, episode from Game of Thrones? Uh, now I see it. Now I see it. Yeah. I didn't think of it at the time, uh, but now I see where you're going. I love how he's just devolved into a wreck. Oh, my goodness. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in terms of character development, to go from where he was at the beginning to that, um, what a joy for that guy. And probably not the prosthetics. Oh, process, yeah. No that kidding. makeup was awesome, though. Uh-huh, yeah. Did, good job. And now he's stuck with it whenever he comes back again. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. For the rest of time. Such oh. a downward spiral. <laughs> I know, right? Unless they start cloaking him even more. Yeah, or they're going to, um, like, amputate a, an arm or something. But do you think that that's a fair price for... No, we won't even go into that. <laughs> his price ranges were interesting for for what they were requesting. But, oh my gosh! Are you saying, yeah. saying after you thought about it for a week and now you've upped your prices for for getting it in the butt? Yeah, I feel more. Three like, twenty four pack instead yeah, of six pack. Yeah, six pack is light. Yeah, but, I mean, just for one beer to do. You know, he was he was just like naming some outrageous. Sometimes stuff you just gotta get, get your low fix. and desperate, I guess. You know what I really wanted to see in in the episode though is I wanted to see the exorcism of uh-huh. Psycho yes. Pete. Did you want, was that something when you were reading through going, oh man, I hope I get exercised? Um, or... I mean, no, I was just gracious to, to get anything when you read through and, and you get a part like that, you're like, okay, I'll do anything. Um, and I, I had <laughs> for, seen... For a sixer? Um, <laughs> <laughs> for a sixer, yes. Um, a couple of friends said like, oh man, I wish you had gotten the exorcism. Um, and I guess I didn't dwell on it too much. Um, but yeah, I guess it would have been fun to to see them go through the process of it, but I'm I'm happy with my with my luck. Oh yeah, definitely. Being sent yeah. to LA yeah. to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was definitely like, I mean, it's such a, a it's such a show that has such a huge cult following. Mm-hmm. You know, to be known as like, okay, there's this rickety cricket, and you know, like there's the the horror that Frank kills in that one episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> now there's Psycho Pete. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. down in law. Yeah, you're now in the lot of. Of extra characters that they have. Yeah. It's great. I'll take it. What if Psycho Pete, like, comes and saves Rickety Cricket? Oh. Ooh, that, that oh. would be his... It gets all, like, sentimental. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cricket and sudden. Pete. Um, you, had, you had some questions, but speaking of saving, uh, yeah. you had some questions uh, oh, about Dominic mm, about saving question. things. Well, I... I was reading about you online. Oh, no. sounds super stalkery. Oh, boy. But I heard that you were into wildlife preservation and helping animals. I love animals. wildlife I love animals, so I wanted um, to talk to you about that. <laughs> I um, I recently rescued two kittens. They're cats now. They're, they're fully grown. 
They're the oh best gosh. and the worst. So adorable. I saw one with you the did. little Yoda yeah. photo. Um, I don't know if it's on my Twitter page, but yeah, I'll put it up. Yeah. I'll put it up on Twitter. Um, so cute. Frodo I have and a Pippin. Little um, eight month old kitten. Yeah. I love cats. They're Cold. so cute. <laughs> What's the name? His name's Lando Calrissian, and oh, he's a good. black cat. <laughs> and good. I know, super nerdy. Yes. My heart, Frodo and Pippin. And, um, that is amazing. I think you guys are meant to nerd be. Nerd cats. <laughs> Can you, like, please yeah. nerd put cats. Their, your cats together and just make <laughs> one Cat-y super night. nerd cat? Yeah, I'm, I'm very much about um, wildlife preservation. I would love to, to get involved more um, with, with things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I saw, I was reading about you and it said wildlife preservation you're really <laughs> into and anti-bullying, which I yes. thought was hilarious because your character is so bullied on the show. Mm-hmm. Which Poor Pete. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so sad, but like, how great is that that you're like against bullying and you're uh-huh. like, look at my character on this show, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, and he was driven, Just... driven to the brink by, by those guys. So sad, but it is a really big issue, especially in schools mm-hmm. and especially with online media and yeah. cyberbullying mm-hmm. nowadays. So it's bullies. good to like stand up against the yeah. bad guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was also uh, interesting with after the Cycle Pete Returns uh, episode, I saw that a lot of people were tweeting about another issue, which was like mental illness in the mm-hmm. in entertainment and just in general and like understanding mental illness. So that was interesting to me that I think most of the cast tweeted something about there's a certain organization, I don't remember what the, what it was, but they were like bringing awareness and like uh-huh. pictures of Robin Williams and stuff like that, that they were making fun of mental illness, but uh-huh. do realize it's a serious issue. It's what they do so well yeah. on that show is take serious topics and, and they're very subversive and they, they flip things on their head. Um, and yeah, they, they deal with the, the serious stuff in, in such a fun way and they tiptoe around very playfully with serious stuff that, that needs mm-hmm. attention. Yeah. It reminds me of South Park in that way, where it's always like really up to date and current on whatever mm-hmm. the issue is, but they have the characters have these like really specific like opinions uh-huh. or characteristics yeah. that they can kind of dabble with, where it's not like the show views uh-huh. this in general. It's like no, they do such character. a wonderful job in you know they'll they'll fragment the group and and you know maybe Dee and Dennis will say you know what we're going to go do this because this is our view, and then the other three characters will take the opposing view and they'll they'll go off on their separate tracks. So you you see different sides of of the story and how people interpret it. Um, so it's it's such great writing. It's so clever. Mm-hmm. And then this episode tonight, they were actually all in the same place at the same time, which is not always the case. Mm-hmm. So it was really neat to see that because, I mean, it's one shot. So keep them all in the same room. Yeah. yeah. Let's go ahead and just dive into the episode now. I mean, Charlie was the center point of this. It was called Charlie Work. And because of the title, I've, was, I've been excited all week. I was like, a Charlie Work episode? It's just about <laughs> Charlie Work? I love Charlie Work. And it, we're both, it's funny how everyone kind of has their favorite character. Like you were saying, you have Dennis. Uh-huh. We both are obsessed with Charlie, and right. I think Love it's him. funny that we like have the same one that we're into. <laughs> but... I'm all about Mac. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you are Mac, basically cultivating Mac and <laughs> But I love D too. I do love D. D yeah. and Dennis. She's such a good actress. And Frank, Frank's so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, he cracks me up. They're all amazing. Yeah, yeah I know. I wonderful. wanted I wanted Caitlin to be in the new Ghostbusters movie. I thought that she yeah. was awesome. So just a shout out to Caitlin. I think that she got snubbed. It should have been her. Do you know which one mm-hmm. she would you would have liked her to be? Um, like if, if you, if they, I'm sure they're making new characters, but if she were one of the original, uh, I would, I would say that she would probably be a good. I mean, either Dan, either either Ray mm-hmm. or Vankman. Yeah, one the, of the two. Those oh, were I was thinking too. Yeah, Vankman was what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so that side, side yeah. note on that, side good. note on that. Oh. Hypothetically yeah. speaking. But she is, yeah, Caitlin is such a good actress, and, and it's so, so fun. I mean, that she's the Meg. She gets, you know, just crapped on. She's the Meg. And she got cursed <laughs> out yeah. so much like, this episode. Every like, single time. She had uh-huh. one job she didn't achieve. Yeah, just Bitch. one thing. <laughs> yeah, you just got cursed out. You were cracking up every time that she got cursed out. I heard Dominic uh-huh. just, like, cracking up in the screening room. It's yeah, she she's so good, and and their treatment of her, um, especially in in last week's episode with with Dennis, and just he he's being driven to the brink by her, and she's not even doing anything too too obnoxious. Yeah, real great. Mm-hmm. Oh man, <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, I, I, it's a true detective. I mean, they definitely did a huge homage to that. I, I'm not as familiar with True Detective. I don't know if you guys watch the show. Mm-hmm. So, you, are, you, are, you, are you a fan of the show? Mm-hmm. Tell us tell us what you thought about this. Like, It felt like it was an entire episode of homage to that. You know, I wasn't fully aware of it until you said, like, oh, it was a real True Detective moment. And then they had the Matthew McConaughey throwback at the end. And I was like, oh. Um, but I just thought it was just such a clever... Now I see it completely with the, the shootout in True Detective and, and this and the, the one the one shot style and I just can't even imagine the amount of time that it took to plan all that mm-hmm. out with with Mac and Dennis in the office and the chickens and then someone having to to go in and get all that out and then mm-hmm. with Frank getting painted throughout and then setting him in the basement and and just the logistics of of that from mm-hmm. from a prop and technical point of view to to keep all the lights and cameras hidden um yeah just just amazing yeah what i read about that is that it just required a lot of rehearsal uh-huh. and planning because it's it's choreography yeah it's totally choreography of where they're going to go in and out and then also that the the inside of the bar is a different place than the outside of the bar so if they are outside there had to be some kind of cut or like when it was facing out of the door and you know, the truck was outside like that's like a green screen or mm-hmm. something okay. but like when they actually go outside and you see the sky that's a totally different place. Trippy. Yeah. That so cool. I wanted to ask, though, since you were there, the part where they go out to where the dumpster is, yes. is that on set? Like, is that in the start soundstage? Built there, but I think there was a cut in this episode where, where the they outside. go into the alley and you see Frank running away mm-hmm. down there. And then um, when Charlie comes outside and um, he's taking the keys, you can kind of see in the doorway that it's it's green screen mm-hmm. and, and Dennis is there uh, moving around. But it was so well done, especially for, for a show like this, a half hour comedy. Yeah that you don't really see on that and everything was mm-hmm. was so frantic and so high energy um that i mean they must have been exhausted yeah but they they did such an amazing job it's There's hard for me not to on. watch something like that and not think production wise like how stressful that is yeah. like all i can think is like oh my gosh the steady cam operator uh-huh. and the, the lights and the right. props like exactly what you're saying like i like see it i get anxiety but it was really enjoyable because uh-huh. they executed yeah like to do that great well, yeah. and you had mentioned it was like Birdman. Did either of you guys see Birdman? I haven't seen it yet. No, oh, neither have I. It's a lot like that with like the drums in the mm-hmm. background mm-hmm. and the really long shots, almost filmed like a play kind right. of style. And I thought it was interesting you made that point because, mm-hmm. you know, Oscar season is only a couple weeks away. So, yeah. um, and that movie's been so big, but Charlie was so like on point this episode too like he was like health inspection I'm on it like everything has to be clean like the easy access hole had to be covered up with the little kitten thing (laughs) and like he was making sure everyone was under control and that's 
never how Charlie yeah. is. Yeah, so Charlie just said like work seriously disregard for most things. And he Charlie's wasn't like, part of the scam. I was like, how is he not in the whole stake airplane flyer mile you know scam mm-hmm. operation? Because it was health inspection day, and that he takes pride <laughs> in Charlie work. It's like the waitress cheese. Charlie work. Yeah, health inspection. That's the only things that he cares about in life. And the other people, the other guys were saying like, oh, we we never have to do too much to get a good grade. We always get a good grade. He's like, because I make it this way. Yeah. No one one cares. They only care about themselves. (laughs) Just like, they didn't even even realize that they were destroying Pete's life and made him psycho Pete. Mm -hmm. Like, they're they're just all self-centered. I like how they're switching it up this season, though. I mean, they did the plane episode and then... With this one, the way it was directed mm-hmm. and filmed, they're really, you know, being a little bit more ballsier and going out of their normal, you know. Yeah, but that's it's so fun limits. to do. I like, love it's, it. It's great that they're ten seasons in and they can they can do that kind of stuff and be like, we're gonna do this, and who's gonna stop them? They wrote the episode. Yeah, like yeah, they're gonna do whatever they want. Go ahead. See if yeah. people like it, uh-huh. and we do like it. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> Well, um, we just got, we're going to wrap up here in just about five minutes. I think we got going. I just, I have one more question sure, for you. Um, so you've been, you've worked on Doctor Who. You've worked on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You worked with Mark Marin and done stuff with uh-huh. Marvel. Awesome things. And you mentioned bucket list and like dream jobs. What's your, what's your next target? What, what's the other? Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. I would love, I love Game of Thrones. Um, and I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'm dead in the Marvel universe forever now. Um, but I would <laughs> love to do another Marvel film. But I think there's more opportunities in that. You know, if there's prosthetics and there's alien races and, and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, but I don't know if that's a case of like you did Agents of Shield, so now you can never do Daredevil. But oh that's no! But, you know, that Chris kind of Evans stuff. was uh, was Torch, and then now he's Captain America. Yeah. So if he Chris Evans can do it, you can do it. I too. can do it too. Yeah. I could be the Human Torch. Could <laughs> 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 be in the Alien Jurassic Park, like yeah. your shirt oh, I would too. That would be to epic. Do, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great. A great shirt. Shirt. <laughs> really I would great. love to do Jurassic Park. That would be when awesome. Jurassic Park Five comes around. This guy, Chris Pratt, yeah. and. Dominic Burgess. I'll take it. I'll do it. That would be awesome. I'd, I'd pay a ticket. I'd go see. Is this a contract? Producer, I'll is he sign watching? It. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Well, well, don't forget to check us out on on iTunes. And... Yeah. Thank you so much for coming oh, into our studio. You. Where thank can you. they find you online? Um, you can you find me on really. Twitter at Dominic Burgess. That's it. I think it's that simple, right? It was. That's that how we met. It was that yeah, simple. Yeah. I, I think that's it. And now we're best friends forever. Forever. For, and forever. Ever. Yeah. Forever. Or you will be a skin lamp. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Call back. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Is she serious? Maybe. <laughs> and where can it. they find you guys online? <laughs> find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mary Lou Mandel, which is M-A-R-I-E-L-O-U-M-A-N-D-L. And I'm Jojo Doyle everywhere. I I tried to <laughs> I tried to have that you know mar- uh, branding. Why the double jo- jokes? Because some random like marketing guy in Ugh. I don't even know. He like he likes he has twins and has and loves bikes. He has Joe Doyle and I. Uh, and I so hate this him. is Jojo Doyle. Yeah, emphasis. Don't mix it up. I got a little Jojo Doyle. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, the works at Danica Kennedy. Thank you so much for watching our after show. And thank you for coming in the studio, Dominic. Dominic in the house. Thank you. We'll see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.